Hi, Prophetess Michelle here with Prophetic Conversation. I just want to welcome you to listen in on this week's conversation. Very powerful, rich conversation we had this week talking about vibration. Man, it was amazing. We had the Apostle Lorenzo Turner of LT Global Ministries out of Charlotte, North Carolina, and our Life Purpose Coach, Minister Mary Deans. And man, they did an awesome, awesome job. And I just want to welcome you guys to listen in because it is great and take the keys that have been given in the conversation and apply them to your daily life. Thank you once again for listening in. We just bless your holy name on tonight, Lord God. We just pray, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would just enter in and saturate, saturate this place, saturate these lines, saturate this time and space with your presence and your glory, Lord God. We invite you in, God. We pray for a fresh word, a fresh and feeling, God, a fresh moment, God, a fresh wind, Lord God. Forgive us, Lord, of all of our sins and our shortcomings, God. Forgive us of the things that we did we know we had no business doing, God. And forgive us of the things that we knew we should have did and we didn't. Forgive us for every procrastinating spirit, God. Forgive us for every lying spirit, for every backbiting, God. Heal us, God. Deliver us. Make us whole, God. Creating us a clean heart, oh God. And renew the right spirit within us, God. Lord, I just pray that you will remove every area in our lives that may be a heart of stone, God, and you replace it with a heart of flesh, God. That you will give us a fresh empathy and softness, not only for your spirit, God, but for your people, Lord God. Give us a fresh burden, Lord, to know you more and more, God. For we want to know you, God, in the fellowship of your suffering, God. We want to know you, God, in your wisdom and your truth and your purity, Lord God. We want to know you fresh, God. We want to know you afresh, God. Renew, renew the passion, God. Renew the 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 longing, God. Renew the energy to linger in your presence, Lord God, Lord. We. Lift our hands unto you without wrath or doubt, God, knowing that you are God. And besides you, there is none other God. Just we pray, Holy Spirit, that you would invite us to come closer, God, to come behind the veil, God, where your presence is, God. For We thank you, Lord God, that for your death, your burial, and your resurrection, God, for when your blood was shed, you rent the curtain, God, from top to bottom, Lord God, giving us free access to your presence, Lord God. And we don't take that gift lightly, Lord, but we just ask, God, that you would bait us to come closer, God. Draw us, God. Speak to us. Heal us. Help us. We exchange all of our righteousness, all of our accomplishments, everything that makes us us, God. We lay it all at at your feet, God, and we just lay naked and prostrate, God, and we say, have your way with us, God. We give you a fresh yes on tonight, Lord God, and we bless you, God. We bless you. Without you, we are nothing, God. Our righteousness is as filthy rags, God. And we pray, Lord God.
that you will use us for your wisdom and your glory and your kingdom, Lord God. Lord, we lift up our country to you, God. We lift up this world, God, because you are a God who can heal and you can set us free, God. And you can move the hearts of kings, God. You can move nations. You can move economies, God. And we are people who are called by your name, God. We humble ourselves and pray tonight that you be glorified, you be lifted up, you be honored, God. Forgive us as a people for our sin, Lord God, and heal our land. We pray for healing in our, in our land tonight, God, that your, your bomb would flow, God, from Gilead on tonight. And you will heal, you will set free, and you will deliver, God. Have your way, Holy Spirit. You can do it. The CDC can't, God. And we bless your name on tonight. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. But we are all here. So we just bless the Lord on tonight. We want to thank our listeners that um joining in people are still joining in so we just want to welcome you all as you come in and i I, i'm so honored tonight um i have two very powerful people um a brother in the kingdom and a sister i'm just so honored and um um Definitely sister and brother to the ministry. And I just thank you guys for being faithful. I thank you guys for coming in. Uh, we have our life purpose coach, Minister Mary Deans. And we have our um, apostle, Apostle Lorenzo Turner of uh, LT so thank you guys for coming in. In a moment, I'm going to allow the apostle to give us a little bit of who he is in the world, in the earth, and um, give us a way to get connected and stay connected with you. And as well as uh, Minister Mary, we're going to give you a moment too <laughs> to introduce yourself and um Give us a way to get connected with you. But first, once again, allow me to thank the listeners for coming in. Thank you for tuning in tonight. We are in our fourth key of our five-week series, Five Keys to Manifest Your Dream. And I just want to thank you for tuning in on tonight. So, Apostle, if you would, go ahead and... Give us a quick introduction of who you are and how we can stay connected. Well, I, I thank you for inviting me. Um, you know it's special when you meet people and it, and it seems as though if you knew them forever. That's when you know there's a connection. And that's when we realize that we're definitely in the same family. So I really, really thank you, Property, and I really bless you and your work. As far as me... Um, I'm just a, uh, just a man that has recognized that God has sent me on earth to be a servant. And so in order to be great in the kingdom, I must realize I must be the servant of all. So that kind of really sums up everything I do now. You know, to pull from that, um, I do recognize what God has graced me with. 
And that is a man that uh, I love to walk in the work and work in the miracles. And I know the miraculous, the miracles are really to help people fulfill their needs and help them fulfill the call of God on the earth. But that many opposing forces that try to hinder or stop the work of God as he works with people. But more than that, you know, I just relocated um, to Charlotte. I'm originally from the metro Detroit area. And so um, God has given me a new assignment. So I'm kind of redoing everything. I had churches up in the Michigan area, including in the Chicago metro area. And um, God has just kind of snatched me away. from. So now I'm, I'm fully welcome to the apostolic call, which was to really to enforce the kingdom of God on earth through the body of Christ. And so really I'm just kind of I'm, I'm restarting everything. And so this is a great moment as well because um, when there's new places, there's new friends, uh, new mindsets, and, and new assignments that the Lord is doing through me. So right now, um, I'm how I can be reached through Facebook, my website, and everything as far as administrating the staff team will be um, up and running. Well, tomorrow is September, in the month of September. So um, you know, keep me up, and I'll make sure that I stay connected to the prophet and to you all, and I make sure this is a family. I want make sure this is not an event. More than it is a connection. Yeah, so yes. thank you. Yes, yes, yes. So, Minister Mary, our life purpose coach, give us a few tidbits yeah. of who you are in the earth <laughs> and give us a way to stay connected. Well, um, I am always so happy for Mondays. I'm so happy anytime I see Prophet Michelle's name right up on my phone. Um, I am I concur with the apostle, you know, it's, it's really good when you meet your tribe. Um, yeah. And um, you connect um, Previous, prior to all the life coaching, um, I was a minister. I think I got, I preached my first sermon at 16, went to Christian college, did all that great great stuff. Um, I've always been a lover of the word. Um, went through ministry, preached, done some great things um, for God, but had a longing to work one-on-one with people um i'm sure if you're listening you've heard it before um i preach at a large conference the spirit of god moved and afterward i I cried i couldn't help but weep because i always wondered when a powerful word goes people receive it but who's there to help them nurture and follow it up um so through that pursuit and that burden God placed on me, I pursued becoming a certified life coach, life purpose coach, and learning skills and techniques to go into every man's world and share the share not only the gospel but help to unpack the dreams, the visions, the goals, the purpose God placed in them. And I can do it under the guise of a life purpose coach, you know. Not everyone can go in and they want to talk to the prophet, so they want to talk, they don't, might not want to talk to the apostle, but they feel a little bit better on the, a, a lawyer in a big successful office putting a life purpose coach on their books, you know. So um, God has given me great opportunity to minister 
and help support others in unpacking their dreams and visions. Um, when we get to life purpose, a lot of us, most of us, we sit back and you wonder, why am I here? Um, what, what Everyone else has a gift. What about me? Um, I usually... People that are drawn to me are usually what I call multicolored dreamers. You are usually of the creative breed. You have a lot of diverse gifts, but sometimes it's hard to package it into one thing. And God sends me to tell you, you don't have to fit in a box. You don't have to look and be like this person. Just because you're an apostle doesn't mean you're called to carry a briefcase in a Bible. Some of us are called to the seven mountains. Business, government, education, healthcare. Some of us are apostles of business, but we're lost because we're preaching every Sunday instead of negotiating multi-million dollar deals. So I help support people evaluate their dreams and move forward in the things that God has called them to do. I can be found on Facebook. Uh, Instagram is my personal favorite because I can just post a picture <laughs> and scroll. Um, I can be reached um, online by email at info at marydeans.com. And um, I'm always happy and excited to be here. what prophetic conversation has to say about the five keys to manifest your dream clearly through the holy spirit so i just thank you guys once again but we're going to jump right into this we're not going to waste any more time um we thank god for this moment we thank god for this space and we allow the holy spirit to take total control over our words and our thoughts um so the key that we're working on today is our fourth key and we're talking about um, vibration and I'm going to jump right into this so we're going to talk about tuning our frequency right we're going to talk about so when we focus our thoughts on the goodness of Christ it heightens our awareness of the presence of God in us and around us along with this consistently Consistently staying tuned in allows us to maintain a position to receive from God. Colossians, the fourth chapter, the fourth chapter, the second verse, it encourages us to stay prayerful with an alert mind and an attitude of thanks. So, Apostle, give us your view on tuning in to the frequency, tuning our frequency. Well... Bars tune in with frequency, which is really, really good. And it's not, and we know that's not a really word that, uh, that's used in the poor walls. And, and, and I think because the first time, usually when someone hears that, immediately their mind probably goes to like New Age or the court. And, and, but these are terminologies that you just hear even in science, you know, even biologies and, and physics. And, and what I, what, I, what I remember as far as vibrations was really, you know, electromagnetic weight. And as far as the formal part, it was really speaking of a person's emotional state or even an atmosphere of a place. And to go even further, that even all of that, even the vibrations, 
They still come from the realm of energy. And so in order for the vibration to, in, in, in my perspective, you know, and what I've been around and including for myself, that the vibration usually um, go in a higher place when you're connected to energy, which we know God is the source of our energy. But that's also in the place of having clarity and exactly why you exist and what God has taught you to do. And so when you, you know, from my perspective, when you learn how to discipline, I'm talking about discipline your mind, your thoughts, and giving a direction of where it needs to go and where it needs to be. Because, I mean, this may sound crazy, but thinking is actually really difficult for a lot of people. And... And if it wasn't, you know, the reason why we have government, because everybody can't govern themselves. The reason why we have motivational speakers, because everybody just don't know how to motivate themselves. And so even with that, you, you know, of channeling, and it, it, I think it's when you have clarity exactly of what it is you need to do, where it is you, you, need, you need to go. And like the, the woman that God said earlier, environment is a very key as well because, I don't care how great or disciplined it may be. If I'm if I'm in the wrong atmosphere, it's going to be difficult for me to really stay connected to the source or on that higher you know vibration or higher frequency. So atmosphere can be a key with one, but just knowing what it is you're supposed to be doing and staying connected to that and feeding your mind, feeding your spirit, the the right nutrients and the right foods, because what you you know what you put in is what you're going to you know uh, release out, and so. I would say that, you know, just giving yourself direction and so far as thinking, and, and let me interject with this, you know, because I have a, you know, a good friend and uh, he's a normal person. He's a normal person. But his business, I think, is worth over, three, you know, $300 million. And he's just an average guy, but, but he eats, drinks, sleeps, everything concerning digital marketing. That is his life. That's all he talks about. That's all he thinks about. That that what makes him move. He see God. He, somehow he see God in digital marketing. And, and and I know, as far as we have a conversation, it's like, you know, listening to, to someone with a foreign language, when I hear his language, as far as digital market, I don't understand that. But when I hear him around other people, you can just hear the brilliance and the genius in that because he's in his right place, he's around the right circle. And, and, and you know, you just know his mind is wired that way to, to go on that, including myself, you know, and I make sure that I'm around the, the right people who are like in my tribe. I'm in, in my circle to keep my, my, my thought life on a higher realm and a higher level. Awesome, awesome. Minister Mary? Um, I'm one who believes in full transparency and honesty. And the Baptist preacher that I hide under all the charisma was very at war with this topic this week um, because we are ruled by the imagery of positive vibes only, you know, and you, as a minister, as a, as a student of theology, the one thing you're always taught is fight humanism you know fight <laughs> to fight agnosticism and so for me 
I had to wrestle with what is the difference between God's vibration and humanistic vibration. And it honestly, I wrestled with this all week because I'm like, how in the world? <laughs> you know, because we're, the world says if you think positively, then you affect your atmosphere and everything. And it's true. But what the enemy does is he takes the truth of God and he inserts a little bit of a lie in there and deceives with it. And so the whole vibrational talk, um, vibration by definition is the energy of the mind. So what does God say about the mind? And he took me immediately to Colossians 3, where it says, if ye be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. The next verse says, set your affections on things above, not on things beneath. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ and God. And it's just like where the apostle was talking about his friend who's a digital marketer, and he eats, sleeps, and drinks it. He can speak that language fluently. The jargon of that realm, you speak fluently. Just like, have you ever talked to a scientist or ever talked to your doctor? And you come and say, I have a headache. And then they say, well, let me take some blood work. And you're like, well, I just have a headache. Why are you doing all this? And so they run a full panel of tests. You ever looked at your test results? There are a thousand things listed and you're like, Okay, Dr. Google, what does this mean? What does this mean? What does this mean? And then your doctor sits and she's talking all this jargon to you, and you're sitting there like, but I just have a headache. What's the problem? Liken unto a scientist or an expert in a certain field, if you believe in the power of God, and ye are led to the things of this world, but you live looking unto Jesus who's at the right hand of God, then you are above the natural law and rhythm of things. That's right. Wherein, if I'm holding a pen and I drop it, the law of gravity says it goes down. But because I serve a God who created every natural law, every cycle that controls the nations and the natural realm. My God creates photosynthesis. He creates planetary shift. He created quantum physics. He does all that. So therefore, I, though I live in this realm, I operate on a higher realm, which means that when I speak a thing, I believe it is so. So therefore, I think a lot of our issues are we are some of the best talking but most depressed people because though our mouths line up with what he says, we struggle to bring our mind up to what he says. So it's easy, you know, when you're learning your spelling words as an elementary school, what does your teacher say? Your teacher says, write the words, repeat the words, and... The first part of learning new vocabulary words is memorizing the words. 
So I learned how to keep repeating, keep spelling it by memory. I might make a song of it. I might do this and that. But there is a shift when I can go from memorizing the word to using the word properly in a sentence. And I understand the word. Same too, a lot of us are struggling with depression and other things because we are good at reciting the word, but there is a problem with setting our affection on things that are above. And that word affection came from, comes from a Greek word with phrononeo, which means to transcend the mind in alignment. So when I'm on that God vibration, I, I'm in that realm, then not only am I reciting something, but I believe it and I live there. So I am the person in a wheelchair buying track shoes because I know at any day this is coming, so I live here. I'm in the process of moving. I know moving day is coming. I don't wait until moving day to start packing my boxes. I'm surrounded by boxes now. You just see the pretty picture right here. <laughs> because my mind is already across town. Though I'm here in this building and I'm here in this place, I start wrapping my precious things and putting them in boxes. And there is a place in God that if I'm dead to the things of this natural world and I am hid in Christ, then his power, his level of thinking has to be renewed within here so that the up days and the down days don't take me out. Because if I believe that he's God and he can do anything, then where's my mind in that? Yes. Where are we mentally? The battlefield we learned a long time ago is not in this day to day. I could fake you out all day and still go lay in the bed and cry all night. Because it's here we have to win the battle and get on that God level. That's right. Yes. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Both of you very well said. Um, and I just want to make a disclaimer. Um, I am not mm -hmm. trying to be deep or try to use extra large words. It's just that I talk to a lot of people from day to day, and they, they actually confuse mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. God thing with the new age thing. Mm -hmm. And prophetic conversation is a space to yeah. give people the opportunity to understand yeah. where it all comes from. Right. Yeah. All things yeah. and everything stems from God, mm -hmm. the okay. creator of all things, yeah. good and evil. And yeah. everything comes from the Bible. Every, every situation that we face yeah. is in scripture. Yeah. That's yeah. the resolution. <laughs> It's in scripture. And yeah, there are people out here that, that try to expound on the universal principles. But listen, those universal, you can use those universal principles and you can manifest whatever it is you think you manifest in. But is it going to last? It doesn't right. last. 
unless yep. you are baptized. Yep. That's right. The Holy Spirit. You can even have God, but if you don't have the Holy Spirit, come on, girl. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I, I've met people that they they don't they don't have the Holy Spirit, but they know all God. <laughs> right. So, and I just wanted to just just make yeah. a note to the listeners, you know, that we're not, we're not trying to frighten you away or scare you away by using certain terminology, but we just want to give you. An understanding of yeah. where it's from. Okay? Right. Um, moving right along, let's, let's talk about uh, transforming our vibrations into matter. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about tra- transforming those feelings, transforming those emotions, mm-hmm. transforming those mm-hmm. thoughts. You know, how do they mm-hmm. how do they actually come into our physical, tangible experience. So I went to um, John, the book of John, the first verse, first chapter, and I love this mm-hmm. scripture. It is the scripture mm-hmm. of all in all. It is <laughs> the foundation of all things. It takes every time I read John 1 and 1, it takes me back to Genesis 1. <laughs> you know, um, and when you get time, listeners, listen, take some time out and study John 1 and 1. But it just reveals to us that all things already existed. And there is a measure of knowing, K-N-O-W-I-N-G, that what you desire is within you. The vision, the words, the feeling, the emotion, it's already inside of you. And the entry to this process is tuning in. So when I say tuning in, tuning into what? And we can talk about, there's, there's several scriptures in the Bible. One that comes to mind is, um, it's in Second Kings, when the widow woman goes to the prophet and her husband dies. That scripture comes to mind, how she, she had a little bit of oil, but when he told her to go get those vessels, she filled that oil with the oil that was on the inside of her and turned it into a stream of income. So I ask you, Apostle, give us a view on transforming our vibrations into matter well you know uh, let's say this um, so if I could okay let me give you this one there was a, uh, a young man not too long ago uh, he had metal plates in his back he had metal plates in his knees and yeah, I think he was in his back and in his knees and then he was deaf in one ear from um, he was he was uh injured from a I'm trying to think was well anyway it, it was a, a duty call he had to do in the military and so you know he, he had asked me today man uh, could you pray for me and, and uh, he said he needed prayer for finance and so as I'm talking to him I asked could he hear me he said no I can't hear you and I said well, you know, what's wrong with your hearing he said I can't hear I said are you deaf in the ear he said yes I said well you look like you need your ears open more than you need money right now and so Pray for him. God opened his ears right away. And so as he, you know, as I'm looking at him, he's, he's squinching now with his face. I said, what's going on with you? You got a lot of problems going on. He said, well, I have metal plates in my back. And, you know, I just made a comment. I said, oh, that's easy. We, we can give you new bones. And, you know, he chuckled and laughed. I said, no, really. We, we can pray for new bones to appear in your back. Amen. And so, and, and he said, well, you know, of course, I've heard this term all the time. Well, you know, I don't have enough faith for that. I said, yeah, that's okay. I have enough faith for both of them. 
And here's the thing. The beginning of prayer was back and, you know, in, in commanding it, you know, to the to, to bone to appear on his back, brand new spine, you know, nothing was happening. He was getting tired. I said, No, hold on, man, hold on. Let's let's continue to pray and believe Come that on. this thing's gonna happen. <laughs> and it took about twenty minutes, it took about twenty minutes. All of a sudden it was, you know, two people that was with me, you heard a pop and it was a brand new spine in his back. And, you know, he had brand new recast. Now, he has the the, uh, the x-ray to prove this, that, you know, he had metals, and then now wow. he has new press bones. Now, I say all that to say this, that, that, that we were speaking of transforming. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I saw a new back. I, and although God, we can, I can even say God showed it to me. Well, I know that the, the, the scripture says, if I delight myself in him, he'll give me the desire, desires of my heart. I wanted a new spine in his new back, and he wanted one. So in my mind, the whole time I'm praying for him, I'm seeing a new back. I'm seeing a new spine. The whole time that I'm praying for him, I'm commanding, I'm decreeing, I'm declaring, I'm a representative of God on earth. I'm like Jesus said when he said, I only do what I see. That's the reality. I do, I only do what I see. Come on. And so therefore, I said, no, a new back is going to form. And guess what? The faith... The evidence of things that I hope for came into reality. And I always yes. say this, if you can see it in your mind, you can see it in your hand. Yes. So there's a there's a mechanism and, and usually that's that's usually sometimes the 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 difficult is the art of converging, meaning converting what you see and in the superior unlimited realm of the spirit into the natural. And so, you know, and we may call it miracles, but really that's just the nature and the essence of God. So I would say this, that, and, and there has to be a training. There has to be a training yes. of um, what Jesus said. He said, you know, he that comes from above is above all. So there is a training of a reality, like the woman of God said. There's a reality, a state of in the spirit that you have to say, stay in, in order that to come. And I'm telling you this, if you believe it 100%, and and I'm talking about where you're not shaking. You you can convert the reality that's in your spirit. And what has happened? Because over over a lot of you know uh, over years of many people's lives, they found a way to train their body by eating anytime they want to. They train mm-hmm. their soul, allowing their soul to dictate their life. But they never train their spirit and develop their spirit, where the spirit can override and transcend and become superior to the soul in the spirit. And when you're now using the soul as a bridge to bring what's in the spirit into the natural. And these are things that happen all the time. You know, even with COVID-19, we have, I mean, while well, look at it, I, I mean, we have been, I mean, we've been really, really putting the boot beat down on COVID, you know, where we work at. And and that's because I cannot, I cannot picture myself being sick. I just can't, I just cannot even fathom it. You know, I, I have to keep this mindset, like the woman of God said, the Word of God. I make that my reality. And the Word of God mm-hmm. says, he that, he that is born of, uh, born of God overcomes the world and overcomes yes. sin, and the wicked one touches him not. And therefore, mm-hmm. I, I keep the reality that cannot be touched whatsoever. whatsoever. And so, anything that I know the Lord gives us, it comes to the Word of God. Anything that we can see in the state of our spirit, we can manifest it. But it has to be a faith. It has to be uh, uh, like, like a pit bull locking to the face that, no, what I see is going to come to pass. And if God says it today, he's not tying by 
you know, time, space, and matter. He's not bound by that. We may not see it now, but we will see it. And let me give you this uh, um, testimony with this as well. I remember when I had ulcers at one time. And, uh, I mean, I was bleeding all over the place from, from my mouth on to the, to the backside. And I was literally dying. And I began to quote every healing scripture you can find in that Bible. I memorized it. I was just like one scripture. And I was memorizing. I was speaking the word of God. And, it, and people thought I was crazy. They said, man, you're going to die. And it was one, only those one time, that one moment, I said, I have to believe in my own product. Yeah, <laughs> I, have to, I have to know this thing is real for my own self. Uh-huh. And so I kept quoting those scriptures. I kept and 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 when I got to a place where I was about to give up, I was getting worn out. I said, I said, Father, you know, I've been fighting for this thing long enough, and looks like I'm not going to make it another month. I said, right. you have to give me a word or some type of encouragement. Mm-hmm. And I went to church that day. And I went to church that day. And the usher, someone who never really prophetically speak to things of that nature and she gave me a note. She said, Hey, uh, I don't know what this means, but this point I was just prayer the Lord told me to give this to you. Wow. And the word says, It is well with thy spirit and it is well with thy body. Hmm. I knew I was healed. Although it took about maybe another couple of weeks, but I had a word. Yeah. And that word was superior to everything I was going. So I was yes. saying this in a nutshell to make it simple, simplistic is that there's many methods, many ways you can convert it. But I'll tell you this, if, if you if you can see it in your mind and you know it's there in your spirit and you're connected to what God has said, the spirit is going to charge you. The spirit yes. is going to take over and make sure that you manifest that which he has shown you and that which you have put into your, in your, in your thought. Yes, yes, yes. Awesome, awesome testimony. Minister Mary? The thing that stood out about what the apostle said, um, said he was praying. I heard you say you were praying for a, a guy for the Lord to heal his spine and to give him a new spine. And he was praying, he was declaring, and then he waited right there on the spot in expectation. Yes for the healing to occur and that is where it hit you know what i mean listening to the story the god of frequency is the now faith paul said it's time to leave the foundations of faith you know we know jesus wait we don't disqualify any of that but there is a place that the just live by faith. And we declare it, we believe it, but do we live in it? Notice the levels of it. We declare it, we believe it, but do we live it? And I'm going to tell you the Bible story that came to, to mind while the apostle was talking. Jesus was preaching to 5,000 people. The disciples who operated on the natural level said, Jesus, these people hungry. They've been sitting here on this mountainside. You ain't got no PA system, no nothing. And they had 5,000 people, not including women and children, have gathered and listened to you intently. They got to eat. He said that to say, okay, dismiss them. But what did Jesus say? Sit him down. What's right here? Give me this two-piece fish dinner 
sit them down and start breaking. And that that is the difference. You know, I love it when it hits like that. You know, got a whole notebook, but it just hit. That's the difference between the God frequency and yours. Our frequency says, I know there's a need. Yeah. But the God frequency says, sit it down and wait on it. Cause it's yeah. because I meet needs. I'm I'm not I go I'm not gonna do all this for you and then let make you go away and go stand in a line somewhere. Jesus didn't say, Okay, let him go, we're gonna reconvene at six o'clock. Jesus said, No, sit him down, what do you have right here? And it operating in the God frequency is praying for the healing and then standing there putting a demand on the spirit that I don't know about your faith but I live this. I don't declare I don't believe I live this. This is how I live. In him I live, I move and I have my being. So I'm like Elijah against the prophets of Baal. I'm not just going to stand here and say oh yeah God can do it. I'm going to sit here and talk junk to you, light the fire, throw the water, and wait on them to hit. And that is the difference between our natural realm and that God frequency. So the question comes, how do we operate there? We have to learn, you you believe Christ is a healer, but do you live it? You believe God is a provider, but do you live it? Come on. Or does a $100 light bill make you forget that God is a provider? You see what I'm saying? Like, what, where is the level that your faith climaxes at? Yes. Come on. Absolutely. Come on. Do you believe God for healing, but let your money get touched? And now God ain't, you know, God is sometime here. He come through when he feel like it. You know what I mean? Where God, the God level is transcending your maybe transcending your hope for and living and operating in your know. The apostle said, I know and I believe, not just that God can heal you, he can give you a new sign. And then he sat there like Elijah and waited on it. So where the sign at, Jesus? Hell with it. And that's where, that's the difference between the natural realm and the God vibration, the God level, the God frequency. The God frequency is a now frequency. When I tell my team, you don't have to wait. I'm not adjust. We don't have to adjust antennas and, and put the aluminum foil in the, in the playing card just right to get it to just no. I turn it on and instantly I'm on that channel and I watch it until I turn it off. Yes. We have more faith and spectrum than we do God at, the, at this point. And God says, I want you to live in what you know. Live in what you know. Come on. And what you don't know, get to know. Because he said it's already in the book. I've given you the blueprint. Come on. You need to learn this. He said, eat the book. Why? Because I'm so much bigger than the book. 
Because I am a living God, I operate in the now. And these are stories to build your faith, but now it's time for you to eat the book, ingest it, and now make your own stories with me. Every name of God in the Old Testament didn't come because someone told them that that was God's name. It was because they had experienced God and they they named him in the moment. Remember, we talked about in the verbalization that Jesus puts you in the garden and he told you to name it. The name was an actualization of the reality of God in the land of the present. Come on. Come on. He knew, Abraham knew that God was Jehovah Jireh, not because he had given him a son, but in the moment that he sent the ram, he had given it to him again. So we have to learn that now faith is, not just faith is, now faith, right now in the present, I know we're all hungry, but my faith is not in McDonald's. My faith is right here with this watch what God can do with what I have in my hand. That's good. That's good. Good analogy. Very, very good. Um, it, it's amazing that you talked about um, Jesus, the miracle of Jesus feeding the 5,000. Um, yeah. That was one of the scriptures that the Holy Spirit took me to in this study. <laughs> Um, and the 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 biggest part in that scripture to me is when Jesus mm-hmm. held up what he had and gave thanksgiving. So that that leads us into um, our last topic, which is activation and embracing mm-hmm. an attitude of thanksgiving. One may mm-hmm. one of my favorite scriptures I told you was. Jesus feeding the 5,000. But there's one that I stand on um, that talks about Thanksgiving, and it's uh, Philippians, the fourth chapter, the sixth verse, the NLT version. I love this version. And it tells us to worry about nothing. Pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for what he has already done. So that that scripture, it it stood out to me, and it, it fit in this topic because just like you just um, Minister Mary just spoke about activating the now faith when we when we're praying and not worrying and thanking God for what he's already done it may not be necessarily done in our physical faith Mm -hmm. but thanking him Mm -hmm. Mm activating It, it invoked them. So, okay, well, she she's got now faith. So let me get this. Let me rush this to her right now. It clears the path. The Thanksgiving it clears the path, and it 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 invokes God to push it, push the 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 request to us. So we we've accessed four keys. We've talked about your dream, defining your dream through your relationship with Christ. We've talked about visualization. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. We talked about verbalization, where speak those things that be not as though they are, the now faith. And today, we yeah. talked about vibration, your emotions existing in the presence of the desired mm. soul, existing, mm-hmm. living in your God space, knowing 
that God is going to do what you asked him to do. So, Apostle, I ask you to give your view on the level of activation when we give thanks. When we give thanks, that I, you know, there's a couple of scriptures that come to mind too, um, and some of may be familiar scriptures. I know it. I think it's um, Psalms 104 when it says, "Better unto his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise." And David, you know, we know David was, and when you look at the life of David, many may not, you know, talk about it, but he had to be a supernatural uh, man of God on the earth because he was the one that slayed all the giants. And, you know, you know, you watch movies uh, and we know they're entertaining movies because you're like, how can this guy, you know, uh, fight all these wars? He's never been sliced, never been killed. And. He has, you know, won all of these wars. And we look at David, we look at David the same way. I've never seen, I've never found any place where David was cut. I never found him where, where he got chopped up. Right. I, you know, never wounded. It's like, man, was this guy superhuman on the earth? Yeah. <laughs> but we, we, we understood his heart and we understood how David even introduces us because, because Thanksgiving, and, and I love this because David understood even the New Testament creation, even in the Old Covenant. And that's why when he formed the temple, he had it where you didn't have to go, you know, like Moses, where, you know, the outer court, inner court, the holies of holies. Mm-hmm. In the tabernacle of David, you just come straight in. Yeah. Because he understood thanksgiving. He understood praise. He understood the worship. He understood, you know, like you said, you know, I, I love that in the now, because even the scripture says now faith, it was speaking of like, you know, Take the limitations off. Everything is now when you tap into it. You don't have to yes. wait. It's there. And because God usually see, he doesn't really see the natural and, and the spirit. It's just one with him. He doesn't really see the difference between heaven and earth. It's just one with him because he's always one. But the activation, I say this in Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is, is, is another high level of frequency because can you still give God thanks in your heart and your yes. disappointments? When you let down, when you're sick, when when you lost everything, can you yes. still give him thanks? Oh my God! If you can, if you can give him thanks in those moments, then already you have lost it. You have left the universe. You have left. You have. Uh, you have. You're telling your story to the kingdom of darkness. You're telling everyone, spiritually and in the natural, that guess what? <laughs> I, I'm still giving God thanks because I'm not locked in and I'm not a prisoner of the moment. Yes. I'm somewhere else from the reality of what God says I am. So Thanksgiving always is going to activate because what praise doing, what Thanksgiving does, it, it, it gives praises to God as if he has already done it, although he has. Yes. You know, there's, there's, yes. there's another scripture. Even before, even before going to his presence, um, Psalm 95, 2, it says, let us enter into his presence with Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, yes. And, you know, everything is on Thanksgiving. And I'll tell you this, if you ever showed me a person, the gratitude who is always giving God thanks, I'll show you a person of God. Because that's what that's where the presence of God is going to rest. That's where the presence of God is, is, is going to, you know, remain in that place. They have become a a, a house where God dwells. Yeah. So that is really the activation of giving God thanks, of giving God praise, and for all things. I mean, for everything. <laughs> and like I said, I, I, I know all of us have been problems. I mean, you know, been in situations where we like, Lord, it's hard to even acknowledge you who you are. It's, it's hard to even say you're a good God right now. 
Yes. But in spite of me, I'm going to give you praise and I'm going to thank you for all things. And let me tell you this. Uh, when we're going, when you were, when we were talking about as far as, you know, uh, different realms and, and vibrations, I say this, to get on that reality, all of us are going, God is going to allow all of us, all of his servants, he will allow them to go through a wilderness moment to train you to get locked into that system. Yes. When he trains you to, to say, you know what, in spite of what things look like, of how, what they seem, I'm already been prepared for this because a lot of battles that we may go through, we count it all joy. Because uh-huh. everything that we're going through is training us for something that may be happening in the future. Mm-hmm. And so I always say this, you know, when I look at my life, I count it all joy. Like I said before, you know, when I got sick with the ulcer, I count it all joy because guess what? Now I know he's a healer. I thank yes. God when I had it, I didn't have anybody. Now I know he's a provider. So yes. I thank him in all things. I, said, I thank him in all things, and that is the activation because that would keep you in, in a certain reality. It would keep you in a certain mindset. Oh, mindset. Yeah. And, and this is this. If, if I went in there today, if I, if I went into work today and they told us that we're all laid off, I'm still going to raise my hand and give God thanks. <laughs> yes. I'm <laughs> because I'm in a reality that others may not be in. And fear cannot get in. Depression cannot get in. Uh, um, uh, any, any place where the enemy may be, can use an instrument to oppress us, he will not be able to get in when we have a, a you know, a, a, thing, a heart of thanksgiving. And I'll end with this because the Bible says God loves a cheerful. That's the same thing with thanksgiving. Yes, yes, he loves yes. And any any time you, when the God says God loves, well then I'm going to pattern myself out after that element right there. Just because wherever God wherever God loves, wherever he directs his life, wherever he directs his love, that's why I'm going to position myself so he can hit me with that love. Yes. Amazing. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Minister Mary, what's your change? (laughs) The image I have in my head is my daughter. You know, when you have, my daughter's six, and when they're, when they're coming up, even at one, you hand them things, you say, what do you say? Thank you. 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 But there reaches a point where the conditioning process is up here. And they know, Mama, I love you. Mama, Mama, you are the best. You are the best, Ma- Mama. I would sure like you to make some chicken. Girl, I feel like cooking. Ain't nobody pulling out that. But Mama, you make the best chicken in the world. It's nothing like your chicken, mama. It's nothing like your cooking, mama. Can you make me? I mean, come on, testify, mama. It's mama. Can you, mama, can I, can I use this mama? And what is it? it? It's the flattery, yes. But it's something about your child. Or, you know, come on, dad. Daddy, I love you, daddy, you know. My grandfather is 87 years old, and I admire him. 
I love you, you know, because I'm still a baby, you know. The giving, the saying, what do you say? What do you say? That training round that you receive and then you say thanks is the natural order. But in the God order, we enter your gates with thanksgiving. We enter your courts with praise. We're thankful unto him and we bless his name because we now have transcended the realm with our hands out and it has to be filled before it says thanks. But God, I don't come with it out. I come with it up because you can do and will do and are doing. And so I extol you and I push you forward because I know that my face is my reality. I know what I have you know what I need before I need it. So all I need is you. And and that activation, that reversal from the hand out to the hand up, I activate everything because if you being wicked know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven, when you loving and kissing and your arm is all around him like, Daddy, you're the best, Daddy. I love you, Daddy. I, I, I need you. There's nobody like you. There is a, that is the realm in which you activate everything you need. Because let me tell you, as a mother in the natural, all I got to do is see those little eyes and that little face. And sometimes, even when she's not there asking, I say, oh, she'll like that. Yeah. Oh, she'll get, oh, she'll need, oh, she's going to need that. Yes. And I'll get it. I know when it's about time for shoes to need to be replaced. And she doesn't have to ask for it. I already got it in the closet waiting for the time when the time is right to give it now i say again you being evil if you know how to give good gifts to your children why not live in a realm where everything you need see before the bill is paid it's already sitting there he's waiting for because he knows and as a good father he provides for his children so now I've left the realm of just being a servant, that I am an heir and a joint heir with Christ. Not just in word and deed, but in the reality of my existence, I am a child of a real king. And my relationship with him is so tight that I get school clothes in August, I get Christmas presents because I don't have to ask because when it's my season, it comes on a natural cycle because he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. So I say to you, it's time to stop this cycle of our emotions and you got to know who your daddy is. It's time to take that spiritual DNA test, establish the fact that he's your father, and then live on that knowledge. Amazing! Woo! Mm -hmm.
Great conversation. I love this conversation. This this is amazing. See, and and you know, I, I was having some conversation with some people um, throughout the mm-hmm. week, and they're asking me, "Oh, Michelle, what, you, what what's the fourth key? Tell us what the fourth key is." And you know, I'm like, "Oh, we're gonna talk about vibration. Oh, vibration. What's your... <laughs> you have no idea. Get on the call. Get on the call, and you will find." Out. So this this is amazing. We are. <laughs> yeah. What you say, Apostle? I'm laughing though, cause I, I, I listen. I know what you're saying when you say that. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. So we. I mean, we're just in in the conversation. We are shifting mindsets. You know, yes. we're we're going from the level of a servant to the level of an heir. And when you get to that level of an heir, you walk in your I amness. You're not speaking in third person. You're speaking in your I am. So, and that's the beauty of the conversation. And not only just saying it, but you're living it. You're walking it. You're thinking it, even in the midst of your mess. Whatever's going on in your life, you're you're thinking <laughs> who I am, so I know it's already worked out for me. I know, yeah. I know yeah. that the end result yeah. will be in my favor on my behalf. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I'm an heir to Direct connection right now. <laughs> to do this podcast, my phone is on. Do not disturb. Come on. My the phone is on silent. I'm sure I have text messages. I have missed calls. Yes. I'm I'm focused on you guys. You guys are calling me Minister Mary. They call me Coach. They call me whatever. But what y'all don't see off camera is I have a six-year-old who don't care if I'm on a podcast, who doesn't care. So I'm sitting here trying to look professional, but underneath the table, I'm putting straws and juice boxes. I'm opening packages and chips. You know why? Because she doesn't have to come and say Minister Mary, or she doesn't have to say, you know, she doesn't have to wait for an appointment. But because she knows who I'm her mom, she walks right up. She asks she don't even ask. She just hands it to me because she know I'll take care of it. Now, I say, I'm telling you, I say again, who is the father? Is it God or is it progress energy or is it, you know, is it your job? Because I, I understand God is balancing galaxies and he's balancing photosynthesis and the water cycle and the, the shift of the sun. But at the same time, I'm walking up like a little kid with my bag of chips, and he's managing the worlds as we know it, and he's opening, and he's putting, and he's providing, and he's feeding, and I'm on the other side of the camera eating my dinner because it's already been prepared for me. Why? Not because I am a stranger, but I am his daughter, and as a good parent, maybe the root of manifesting is understanding who you are. That's right. And I can walk you through the steps and I can give you step by step. If you want this, do this. If you, but let me tell you something. If you never follow any step and you don't get anything else, you need to know who you are and whose you are 
and the right you have because of your position. Come on. That's it. That's it. Come on. That's it. Apostle? Yes. I thought you were saying something. Yes. Oh, no, no. I, I was just saying yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yes. You know, Great conversation. I, I, I would say this because their identity is usually one of the highest um, the things that God has always shown me. Like, son, you know, and, and I know far as titles and things of that nature, he says, son, you want to be a son. If that triumphs everything, sonship. And there's mm-hmm. a scripture where it says, all things are yours because we're heirs of God. And then we have to say, you know, this earth, this planet, it was made for us to have dominion of this person mm-hmm. why God sent us here. And, and, and this is why, you know, um, and I tell you this, when, when I was raised in church, we were so rapture conscious that we lost our identity of our existence here on the earth. And over time, I had to realize when God began to show us things as people of God today, all things are yours. And you have to yes. think of it. That's why Jesus could say, hey, you know, when he told him, he said, tell this man that I need of a banquet. I, me and my, my disciples are coming over and have supper. Um, there's a donkey over there. Tell him I have need of. You know, he, 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 he everything he needed, he was granted because he understood his place on the earth. Yeah. And so anytime that, when it comes to things, especially doing for the work of the Lord, there is nothing that the, the, that our Father will restrict us from. Yes. Everything belongs to him. I mean, everything belongs to him. And I love the analogy of the woman of God said because, I, I mean, I had to come downstairs right now because my son, he could care less if I'm on his phone. He's like, hey, it's, 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 he realized he has a personal personal relationship that's it anybody I'm on the phone with and he's going to demand his because he knows he's entitled to it and so, and sometimes we can look at those things and analogies and say you know what God our father there's natural things that he shows us to show us the true nature and the essence who he is in the spirit that's right and so mm-hmm. just that I am to my son I will give him the world I really will Hi everyone, Michelle here with Prophetic Conversation. Listen, are you suffering from maxed out credit cards? How about overdue loans with suffocating interest rates? And those relentless collection agencies, my, my. If your credit rating is making you and others cringe, there's only one thing for you to do. And that's to turn to the professionals at creativecreditsolutions.com. If your credit is less than perfect, they can help you get back on track. It worked for me, and now I am consciously maintaining great credit. You can do it too. Visit the website, fill out your form for a free consultation, and restore your credit now. CreativeCreditSolutions.com. Get started today. email or anything or was it just the ones that that I sent over to you just the ones you sent okay um apostle did you have any additional ones that you may want to attack now or was it the ones that were we were discussing this week oh um 
I'm here to serve. Hey, direct it. Where are we going? Direct okay. it. Where are we going? <laughs> okay, well, I'm, I'm not going to. So there were about eight or nine questions that came through. But what I'm going to start doing is allowing, is is posting the questions on our Facebook page, which is, which is we are on Facebook at Prophetic Conversation. Um, whatever ones we don't get to live, we I will post them and we will provide answers and allow some of the group members because we have we do have a group at Prophetic Conversation and if anyone has any input they can also input in them. But jumping to the first question, um, the one question a, a young lady sent, she says, when people say exchange your will for God's will. What exactly does that mean? Um, Minister Mary, you want to attack that really quickly? Um, so when I change my will for God's will, I remove the limitations of me from my possibilities. Um, what does that mean? So I... We all have our own desires, our own wishes, our own things we like to pursue or not pursue, and our own comfort zone. And exchanging that is, God, I will sacrifice my comfort and give you permission to be God and lead me. Um, sometimes being led is a blind process and exchanging my will my will is my also could almost i could interject my sense of control of my life i relinquish the control of my life to the hands of god and wherever you take me on this journey i'm willing to go willingly. Yes. Amazing, amazing. Um, Apostle? Uh, and I, I, I love that answer she gave. Um, now, I, I, was, I, I wish, you know, they had more clarity exactly whether they refer when they consider their will is also. So a scripture comes to mind as well, like when Jesus came to Peter, of course, these men were fishermen. They had the business. They had the occupation. He said, follow me. I'll make you fishers of men. Mm -hmm. And so they probably had their own purpose, and they probably grew up, you know, and they were with family members. They probably grew up saying, hey, we're going to be fishermen. We're going to be, you know, um, have our occupation. We're going to own boats. We're going to make a way of living. They had their own way of life. And they already was probably set in that way. And, and you even notice Jesus had to uh, perform and work a miracle to even get their attention. Yes. And sometimes we can get locked into a certain place. And I remember there was a, um, Miles Monroe said, the worst thing you want to do in life is become successful in an area you, you were never called to. Yes. And so when it comes to exchanging your will, you know, for God's will, even like myself, you, you know, I was, I went to business school and, you know, wanted to get involved in certain things. I have, I wanted to get in sports. And there was a time that God came to me and said, hey, there's many plans in a man's heart, but only the plans of the Lord is going to prevail. Yeah. And so, you know, like when God said, I had to submit to God's purpose, God's plan for my life. And 
and, and we see that a lot. And sometimes people don't want to give that up. So an exchange of that is really when you know that you're occupying something else that God has, that, that you know, that God has something else for you. And it may not be in the four walls. It may not be a church. But, you know, you could be actually going to school to be a doctor. But God maybe said, you know what? Now I want you to be over here a teacher, you know. And God is going to put you in the place. So like the woman of God said, you know, just submitting and finding out in clarity exactly with God's will, with his purpose. Because when you're partnering with him, he's going to make sure his kingdom, his sovereignty and his rulership is going to flow through you. And he can back you up with that. He will back you up because now you realize that, Father, I'm on this earth and I'm making sure that everything I do is for your glory. Because you can create your own glory. So, but God is going to make sure that you give him glory. That's right. Amazing. Amazing. Um, so one of the things, when I seen the question, one of the things that um, came to mind, um, uh-huh. especially when the apostle was just talking, um, how do we, how do we, you know, get to know, how do we get to define ourselves? How do we get to know who we are? How do we get to know our true being and that is through the word of God and it's yeah. you know you, you can't just you know go to church on whatever days you go to church because nowadays church could be two, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday it could be any day but you can't just go to church on that day and yeah. think you, you got it you, you have to put in that time you know studying scripture and, and yeah. even if it's just those scriptures that you know that that you yeah. love so much. If you if you start there and uh, you know begin to apply those scriptures to your life and spend time praying. I know for me yeah. in, in my early days, you know I had this thing. I, I was saved young. I was saved um, when I was 14 years old. But mm-hmm. um, I had this thing about reading the word. Like I just couldn't get with it. <laughs> I just you know didn't want to take time to read the word. Then when I made a decision, by the time I was about 17, 18 years old, to make, to, to read the word, you know, it, it would, I would, I would get all of these physical feelings. Like I would feel like I had to throw up. I would get sleepy. I would get dizzy. <laughs> I would get all these things going on. And um, I remember um, um, one of the uh, ministers in, in the, because we were in the youth choir, I remember one of the ministers saying, in the choir, he used to say, well, Michelle, you know why you're having um, issues when you read the word? And that's because, you know, you have a a, a duty in the earth that, that has to be done. It, it has to be. And you, you're going to have to get past all of the mess. You know, you got to move stuff out of your way, that you, yourself. You got to move yourself out of the way to get to know the voice of God. And that's how we that's get good. to know his voice, and it's through his word. So this this that's is amazing. Good. I'm going to go ahead to the next question, and then and then after this question, we will go right, for the sake of time, um, we'll go right into our conclusion. Um, but the next question is, um, this young man, he, he, he's a, a friend of the ministry, and he sent in an email um, and of course, I, I did some praying with him, but he said, my family has struggled with maintaining money in the family. How do we know 
when there is a stronghold or the generations of our family and how do we know if there's a stronghold on the generation of our family and what are the steps to break or rid of the whole blockage or curse of finances curse of money curse of ownership on our family how do we how do we get rid of that um apostle you know i would say this uh and i can relate to that um when i looked at my my family um it's coming up in Asia, up until around my 30s, no one, not one of my family members, and we have a big family too, not one of us owned anything, um, none of us was doing financially well, and uh, and, I, and I have to say this, and the bad, sad thing about it is when I was in my teens, you know, just caught up in, in the wrong way of life, um, I was, you know, a drug dealer, and I made a whole lot of money then, but then... <laughs> You know, I get saved and we're struggling. And, and my father, he had church. He was a bishop, had churches all over, but still was struggling. And uh, we, we could never keep anything. It's like, he, I mean, 11, 12 buildings was always taken from him. And one day I sat down, I said, man, are we cursed and don't know it? I think, mean, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I would say this, um, God never answered me in that perspective. Uh, much to it is what ended up happening was this. Uh, when I got married to my wife now, she is one that is does things in excellence and in order. And and we begin to talk, and she says, you know, because I would say, you know, our family's cursed, and, you know, nobody owns anything. And this is what she told me. She said, well, she said, I think it's because you never learned to value money. And, and she said, maybe you need to go get educated about mm. money. And, and I did that. I went to school. I got mentored, learned about investments and things of that nature. And guess what? It changed overnight. I, I never. I don't think I've never seen a broke day in my life. And you know, uh, we started by owning things, and we got into ownership. Um, and what has happened is this: when I look at back now, and I can easily say forces was fighting, but forces was really fighting off our ignorance. We just didn't know. And when I began to apply certain principles and laws of finances and money, and like you were saying, uh, I began to study the scriptures concerning finance. Right. And my, I, I, mean, my, I, I, I began to see it in a different realm that I've never seen before. Right. And, and now I became like a magnet. I mean, I literally became like a literary a magnet to finances and money and far as like no and no one in our family had business i started opening up businesses but it took someone that god sent in my life to kind of help mentor me in the area of finance so i would say this you know and i have this and i have every man of god hand laid hands on me millionaires to i mean everybody <laughs> and i didn't really change anything for me for me but i would i would say this i started to applaud apply the law of, of money that the system that God put on the earth. I began to study the scriptures and I began to educate myself when it comes to the area of money and finance. And that's what changed my life. So I would say that, you know, um, find mentors. There's certain steps you can do. I'm saying I would find a mentor. Start plugging in with networking. When I got into real estate investing, they told us to always network with a group, to build a culture, to build an atmosphere. It's only going to be a matter of time for you to begin to think like them, to talk like them, and walk like them, and have what they have. So I, I, would, I would say that. I'm done. 
Uh oh, hello. Hello? You still there? Yes, yes, yes. You finished? Yeah, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> Minister Mary? Um, yeah, I, I agree with the apostle. I, um, the first step is definitely seek the Lord. Um, excuse me, seek the Lord, pray, break the curse off of your line, um, especially if you if there is a pattern. How do you identify a generational curse? You you examine the pattern. Um, some curses are generational, some are situational. Yeah. Examine the line. The line. Examine the situation. If everybody around you is broke, um, examine the circle. And then, once you break it, you have to. Anytime you cast anything out, you have to fill it with something new. So it goes back to what the apostle says. Now you have to relearn the pattern. You have to under learn money. Um, I anyone that knows me, um, I am a huge budgeter. I would, I always tell people I ball on a budget. I I but I have to learn that because I come I come from a working class family. Everyone worked. Everyone you know they own their homes. They own cars, but they also had a lot of debt. So we were great. I was learning to juggle debt so that as long as you look good, but you can look good and be broke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, we can have great jobs. And sit. Some of us. From check to check. <laughs> you're, I don't care. And I tell people all the time, you can make a million dollars, but if your bills tell a million and one, you're still broke. So sometimes money is not the problem. It is the management of money that is the problem. And so for me, that was the issue. I looked good. I had the house. I had nice clothes and stuff like that. But I also had a lifestyle I couldn't afford. I had a $300 purse and negative 30 cents in the bank. So keeping it real, I had to relearn money. Um, and unfortunately, being black in America, most of us culturally are taught to work. You need to work. You need to be independent. You need to make your own money, get you a good job, and be okay. Get your car, finance your car, get your relationship with the bank. Most of us have to learn, and thankfully, we are the generation that is breaking that systemic racism off of us gener generationally as a people. And we are learning money. We are learning investments. We are learning. We have mentors. We have black billionaires. We have black business owners. And, and the beautiful thing is. Whatever, wherever your matter of struggle is usually an indicator of your greatest blessing. So if you are struggling with money, find you some friends with money. Change your circle. 
and learn. Open yourself up. You know, I had, I literally had to repent from being materialistic. And some of us don't want to have that conversation. I had to repent for living in an apartment and having $300 hairdos on my head. I had to repent because God said, I can't make you a millionaire if you can't master a hundredaire. Come on. So it's a realigning, a reprioritizing. It goes back to what we said. You got to set your affection. Sometimes I have to take two steps back to take five forward. So I encourage you to relearn the process. Our parents, our grandparents did the best they could, but we live in the age of information. We live in the age where you literally can graduate from YouTube University with (laughs) the information to do anything. Most of us are locked down. They are given information for free on some of these websites. Feed your spirit, feed your soul, feed your atmosphere, and then put it into practice. Trust God with it and watch what he does. Yes. Amazing, amazing. Did you have another word? Uh, You know, and and, and prophet that woke up, life coach sparks up the enemy that I noticed too this, and the young man that asked the question, for him to ask that question, it must be a, a burden on him to know. Mm-hmm. And I tell you this, usually where the enemy fights you at the most is the yeah. enemy you call Yeah. And I tell you this because even coming up before I discovered that God is, you know, wanted to use me in the area of healing and miracles, I was always sick and doctors couldn't find out what was going on and they thought I was losing my mind, and I'm like, man, I know I, I'm not right, and I just knew it. And so I discovered, I said, okay, the enemy is fighting me in the area. Yes. Some way picked up and know that God is getting ready to use me in the So mm-hmm. even with that, um, and, and I love that, like the woman that God was saying, you know, he could be called for that area, in the area mm-hmm. of finances, and, and, and learn the management of money, and, and finances, and the value system. And, and, it's, and it's something that we have to, and I live in the inner city. I've seen it over, and, and I love that. Forrest, you have to know what's from the enemy and what could be just life patterns and life cycles. Because right. everything is not of the devil. Something is the decisions that we make. And mm-hmm. so with that, um, just finding mentors and, and the right set of people around you and, and learning how uh, money articulates, mm-hmm. yeah, that that would be a blessing for me. Because it changed me overnight. I'm telling you this quickly. Just knowing the resources, just looking at the difference, um, managing my money. And I would, you know what, and this would help me, this might help me. <laughs> in one of my classes, I never get this in financial planning. Um, we had to multiply everything that, that we were, you know, spending. I couldn't believe I was spending $1,000, I'm talking about over, over a 24 month period, on soda alone. Wow. And, you know, when, when you don't really see what's coming in and what's going out, <laughs> You, you just spin, 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 because it's the of it. <laughs> I'm spending $30 in Starbucks. I said, man, what, you know, when you count the cost, like, wow, i got to learn how to start discipline myself. Because the scripture says, you know, one that does not rule the spirit is like a city with no walls. And so the yeah. water line broke. You know, yeah, my mentality broke. You give me a, you know, we've seen this. People win cases, have a million dollars, and they go right back to being broke for three months. Yeah. What's the mentality? 
you know, and so you have to, like you said, you have to detox everything you've probably been taught and rebuild it and restructure it. Yeah. When I do coaching sessions and we're working on budgets, when people say, I need help making a budget, what I tell them to do, okay, let me see, bring your bank statements. If they don't have a a cash spender, what I say is, okay, for the next 30 days, don't spend any cash. Put everything on your car and then let's sit down and analyze. So then... We sit down with the bank statements. We have all your transactions. It's hilarious. It's funny because it happened to me. I don't teach you anything I didn't live through myself. Right. Put everything on pencil and paper in categories. You don't learn how to budget off of what you hope for. You budget the real deal, holy feel. And I sat, I sat down with a couple. They made great money. They couldn't understand why they couldn't get ahead. You put 30 days worth of expenses in black and white, and guess what? I sat there, and God is still working with my bluntness, so y'all help. I said, well, the problem is you're not broke. You eat your money because you have all of this, but here you spent $1,000 eating out in one month. Well, how in the world did that happen? It's not that you don't make the money, you eat it. And even the Bible tells us sometimes we eat our seed. So sometimes I don't have a a devil problem. I have a Mason's problem. And it's not that I don't have the money to pay the bills. Or I have the money to pay the bills. I'm just wearing it. So (laughs) sometimes it's the devil. Sometimes it's the enemy in me. (laughs) So, you know, so we sometimes it does take that good old fashioned accountability and discipline. And we have all been there. I know we're laughing and talking, but we're all people. We're all, we're all working to be the best us to live excellently. And I, Part of my coaching business, I always tell people, you are the first Fortune 500 company you will ever manage. Every Fortune 500 company has a budget. Not only do they have budgets, they have strategic financial planning meetings. You and your family can sit down, do it yourself. This is free coaching. Sit down, you want to write a budget, take your last 30 days worth of expenses, map it out where you spend your money, and then you adjust, you shift your budget until it balances to zero. Doing that, the first step of financial freedom is getting even and then being secure. So income, expenses, level out to zero. For some of us, that's the hardest thing. And then that's where it comes. I'm telling you, I'm not telling you anything. God dealt with me. He didn't have to deal with me on on lying or cheating. But you know what he had to deal with me on? Shopping and and getting my Remy in two. But I wanted it soft because I wanted that deep wave. And I had to I had to get vacation hair. And see, this is a big thing in the river. Y'all see these curls right here because you say you you want a house for real. You could have a house if you weren't wearing it on your head. So I'm telling you, this is deep personal. <laughs> because I've called you to be a 
millionaire. I've called you to rule businesses. I need you to rule your house first because you are the first Fortune 500 company. So to the brother, I tell you, you are the first person in your line. You are not a curse line. You are the breaker. You have the breaker anointing for your family line. And if you will master these skills, if you will fight this fight, you ensure your children never have a broke day. Because I want to remind the saints that your ceiling will be the floor of your next generation. So are you going to let your children be the, they start off in struggle, or are we going to fight these giants, fight these demons, set our affections on things above, are we going to transform, and if you won't do it for yourself, do it for them. Yeah, do it for the kids, yeah. Totally agree. I wanna I wanna add to the, the budget aspect. One of one of the things I struggled with um was paying everything out of one account. So mm-hmm. I, I would suggest that you you know set aside have an account for your expenses, have an account for your even down to because I, I had to separate it for my car payment, my mm-hmm. house note, my um miscellaneous spending and you know miscellaneous spending is you know the stuff we really don't need but you know you just budget for it (laughs) so i you know i would suggest that you you know you separate separate your money separate the accounts Mm -hmm. apostle did you have something you wanted to add um i would just say you know every and i uh, the woman of god said he has to know that the difference between what he needs to sow you know, because uh, he gives bread to the eater and he feeds to the store. And yeah. everything, we know God really is a God of multiplication. Jesus, everything he touched, he multiplied. He multiplied spices, he multiplied yeah. food. I mean, yeah. everything he touched, he multiplied. And so, even like with me, you know, and I had, I think a lot of people had that budgeting problem. But there's times when I had finance and I put it away and I asked the Holy Spirit, how can I multiply with your giving? And so, whether it's investments, whether it's stocks, or just anything, whether it's in another person, we can see something later. But I always find out, you know, how can I, this money work for me? You know, how can I multiply this? And, and, and one more last thing I'll, I'll end with this. He said, you know, they could never own anything. Let me tell you what I did to break that cycle. So I went and got a car for $9,000 just so I can hurry up and pay it off and say I finally own something. Wow. So I started something small just to win that mental battle because as long as that was over my head that I never owned anything, it always be taken away. The enemy could still play that over my head, but oh, yeah. I went in person, got something real cheap <laughs> that I could hurry up and pay off. And when I received the title deed on it, I said, my, I, I cried because was, I could say it was the first time I officially, officially owned something. And wow. that had said from there... From there, like the woman of God said, you know, I broke that cycle. I broke it. You know, but probably not, I'll tell you, you have blessed myself tonight with all this. I thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. A rich, very rich, yeah. rich. Um, very rich conversation. I just thank God for, I thank God for the time and space. I thank God for yeah. your faithfulness. Um, I want to thank the listeners once again. Can everyone hear me? Yes. Okay. I want to thank the listeners. Um, Once again, thank you for tuning in. These are great questions. 
And I want to encourage the listeners to please continue. Send your questions, your testimonies, your prayer requests. I'm starting to get prayer requests now um, to propheticconversation at gmail.com. Continue to send in and and give us feedback. Um, We're going to move right along for the sake of time into our conclusion. And um, I'm going to start with, um, so let's declare today that we live by and with the power of the Holy Spirit. Tap into divine mind and allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you to your expected result. And don't grow weary in well-doing because the race is not given to the swift, but to those who endure. Walk in your glory. Be light and be a light in the earth. Apostle, you want to give us your conclusion? I just want to say, um, strive to be just like Christ and not being, you know, as Christ is our example, but us dying so that he may live. Because the world is hungry for the supernatural and they're hungry for Christ. And like you said, be the light, be the illumination, be the ideas, be God on the earth. And that's what we represent. And, and always pray that the Lord's kingdom will be revealed on this earth and pray, and pray for your city and, and you know make sure your home is the home base where God can move and do mighty miracles and signs and wonders and, and your region because we need it in this hour we need it in this hour Amen 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 Minister Mary can you hear me? Yes Go ahead can you go ahead with your conclusion I am I just want to encourage all of us that no matter what your situation is, no matter what the present is saying in the natural, that God didn't have you hear all of this good word to leave you there. He is prepared and ready that you are the person. He's investing this knowledge. He's investing this hunger. He's investing all of this because you're the breaker and i think it goes back to what we just said the struggles that we deal with the different things we have to overcome it is an indicator of the area in which you are the breaker and it's time for all of us to transcend the natural order of you know i hope i wish and it's time to put these steps into practice and, and to test and try the faithfulness of God. It's time for us to not just be people who have, have faith, but to be people of faith, to move forward, to trust and believe God, to put a demand on heaven to manifest things now. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Right now, not just right now. not just in a hope, taste and see that the Lord is good right now, right here, right where you're planted. If you believe God to save your family, if you believe God to heal your body, if you believe whatever you're believing God for, now is the time to write it down 
and to move in it, to trust and believe and to activate that faith and have the audacity to say, now faith is to be a people of the now and watch what God will do. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. God is so awesome. And I just I just want to say thank you mm-hmm. to um Apostle, my brother in Christ, mm-hmm. and my sister in Christ. Yeah. Life Purpose Coach, Minister Mary Dean. Thank you guys yeah. so much. This has been powerful. It has been amazing. You know, God amazes me every time we get on this line, okay? In spite of (laughs) the minor breakdowns that we may have with technology, God always shows up, shows out. Um, I'm sure there has definitely been some mind shifts um, throughout this conversation. And once again, I just thank God for you all. Um, Was someone trying to get a question through? Mary, do you see questions coming through? Now, Sister Loretta is preaching in the comments. So I do it, you know, I do all that. I'm in the church on the comments and here, so it's good all the way around. <laughs> awesome, awesome. I had to switch to my um, phone, so my computer was acting re- ridiculous, but it's all good. So, once again, I want to thank you guys for coming in. Thank you, listeners, so much for listening. And just real briefly, I'm going to go over again what, we, what we're talking about because next week is our last key in this five-week series, five keys to manifest your dream. And we have established that within this, if you don't have a relationship with God, you better get one because that is where you find your identity. That is where you find who you are and whose you are. Not only building your relationship with God, but getting in the word of God. When you get into the word of God, you understand and it becomes clear of the voice of God that lives on the inside of you. So once again, thank you guys for coming out. We're going to conclude here. And until next week, good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. I love y'all. You guys are awesome. Love you. Love you too. (laughs) Well, I hope that you enjoyed what what you just heard. Very powerful conversation. And listen, I want to let you guys know um, to the listeners. If you miss the live conversation on Monday nights at 7.30 p.m., you can always tune in on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Store at Prophetic Conversation. Um, We do do a Facebook Live, um, 7.30 p.m. Monday nights when the podcast is going live. So you can catch us on Facebook at Prophetic Conversation. We are also on Instagram and Twitter at prophetic conversation. (laughs) And once again, thank you so much for listening. And we love feedback. We love the questions that we receive. And we love testimonies, prayer requests, 
please don't hesitate if you have a prayer request or if you have a dilemma that you're trying to make a decision on we welcome um, you to send in your information and we will do our best to pray it through with you and to receive an answer from the Holy Spirit or for direction or whatever it is you're looking for. So to do that, you can email us at propheticconversation at gmail.com. And if you have been blessed or if you have enjoyed or been able to apply the keys that, that are being used, I want to give you a gift. Go to prayerology, the number one.com and download your um, prosperity life kit from the website it's free and it is a brochure with affirmations that you can use daily applicable to daily life and you can share it with your friends and family and most of all share this call share this podcast with your friends and family and we love to hear your feedback once again thank you so much for being a supporter of the ministry and listening to our podcast be blessed Thank you.